Hello and welcome to the Pixels and Ink podcast. I'm Brendan Fry, Editor-in-Chief at CG Magazine, and I am joined by a ridiculously full cast today. We have Chris. Hello. We have Ninja Jordan. That's me. We also have, yes, yes. Uh, we also have Dana. Hey. And joining us that has not joined us in a while, we have Alex Hansiuk. Hello. He's the only one that gets a last name. The rest, yeah, of, us, yeah. the rest of us are like Prince. Well, yeah. you can say that Jordan's a last name and Ninja's his first name, but yeah, that's true. I mean, that is I technically know. how it works in the Ninja world. No, it's oh. not. Mm. That's so, well, I, Brandon, I'm sorry, you're not a you're not a Ninja Jordan. So you yeah, a CGM's resident that. ninja. I think I have all the insider information here. <laughs> I mean, okay, um, so we are gonna we have a full show for you. We have we're gonna start off with um, clowns. We're not going to do that. <laughs> no, we're right. definitely not going to set up. We, we can't do that two weeks Those in a row. are the people who are talking. <laughs> yeah. uh, we are going to start off with Valve, kind of slyly released, really uh, announced a little handheld uh, called the Steam, the nope. Steam Deck, yeah. at the same week that Elgato also announced the new Stream Deck. I'm not okay. I hate this industry. Yeah. I yeah. hate it all. It's like, yeah. wrap it up. Nintendo's going to come out with the, with the Nintendo Switch stream. Yeah, like I can't. Uh, stream model, yeah. But anyways, um, so what makes this new handle so amazing is it's basically a little PC in your hands and it can do streaming and it can apparently use emulators because everyone was talking how it had an emulator and it can be better than the Switch OLED. I so, saw people saying that it they're just going to put like the switch on it. Yeah, they, with the emulator, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> what is everyone's so, thoughts on this thing? So I only have one major thought because it's sort of the thing that like confused me in the like when I was looking on the website about it. Mm-hmm. Um and it seems like it's the one thing that nobody's really talking about. Like I read a bunch of like previews from different outlets and so on the website, it just says that like playing the, the the Steam Deck is as simple as turning it on, logging into Steam, and playing your games. Okay. Does that mean it requires an always online connection? Because how are you supposed to log in if you're not like connected to the internet? Well, Steam does have an offline mode. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. But can, but can you like like access it and log in when you're offline? Yes. You can't like download new games, but if it's already captured, yeah. yeah, you'll need an internet connection at some point to like get your games. But yeah, like, but, yeah, interesting. Hmm. Other, other than that, distinction to put that in there, but uh, yeah, hopefully that's just means logging into the offline mode. Yeah, I mean, m- maybe they're gonna make it always online, like the Xbox. Was it Xbox One? A while Xbox ago, One was yeah, supposed was to be Xbox it. One. Yeah. There were there's a whole hubbub. And also, oh, no. your games would also have to be activated every few days and. It, it was a weird system. It was a very yeah. strange thing. And you had to have an Xbox Live Gold to use the console for... It was it was a choice. Microsoft made a choice with that console, <laughs> and they're still paying the price for that choice. Yeah. Uh, are we excited for this console? Eh. Yeah, I mean, it's The neat. internet is. Are we individually? <laughs> uh, let's yeah. go with us as a zeitgeist of society. Yeah. Probably, personally, yeah. This is, the personally, this is like a pass for me because I'm looking at a more like permanent kind of PC situation. Like yeah. it pass for well, me, but I'm I want one of those temporary. Are excited for it. It's yeah. just like it's such a weird thing. Like, like maybe I would need to actually get my hands on it because, but it, like, it just looks really bulky and ugly. Like I mean, the it looks base kind of like a switch. Yeah, bulky no, the and switch. Ugly. 
The Switch is a little bit more like sleekly designed. It's rounded. It's it looks better in your hands because it's it's a smaller unit in general. Like maybe maybe Jordan, it's just, it might not. It? It, I'm not going to say it's sleek, Jordan. I will say it's more rounded. Yeah, Ooh. I don't know. It's it's got a sleekness to it, but it's also it's also like it's more versatile, right? Like you can you can nope. take the controllers off of it. Like it's it's a more versatile. Console. I don't think having the detachable controllers makes it feel more solid, though, right? Like it's yeah. like I feel like having like it's it's just the device there. It's kind of I don't know. I mean, it, it is tough to say without the holding it. The only thing I like about the detachable controllers is that you can then replace them when you break your controllers, which is often for me yeah. so i don't know does that mean this, this system once a controller goes down you're doomed like, yeah they said there's no down. drift but yeah. I, yeah, like lot. i feel like nintendo might have said that before like they're like yeah our controllers are gonna work why wouldn't they work it's controllers so yeah everybody's well, well, like yeah. the elite controllers for xbox have drift like subtle yeah down. i mean yeah technically nintendo's still saying there's no drift aren't they officially <laughs> yeah they're yeah officially saying that. but they'll fix them for free if you send them their way <laughs> Fix what? what? We can... Don't worry about it. Nothing. <laughs> it just—it's just—it just seems silly to me because even like the base model Steam Deck, which only has like 64 gigs of memory, like that can hold of like space. Mm, of space. Let's go. With yeah, that. of space. Sorry, memory Maybe space. Like 64 gigs of RAM. That's a yeah. That's a... <laughs> that, that, yeah that would be that would be amazing. Yeah. For three hundred dollars. Oh my god. <laughs> um, it's just like that can hold like one like decent Jordan, Steam game. Like... That could hold half. I do the same game. Call exactly. of Duty so is like, 130 gigs. So I mean, like, I don't know. I will take it just one seems memories, weird. Please. I, I mean, but at the same time, it's what expandable storage. You can pl- plug in your micro US, USB or whatever it is, and that's gonna be real dumb. You're all set. You think? I mean, like, it it just seems like a no-brainer for people who have never gotten into PC gaming. And yeah, the price, yeah. honestly, like, I was expecting maybe like 800, 900, you know, thousand dollars for like, hey, it's a mini PC in your hands. You can you can go with it. I so. think they they price it very aggressively, and I think that's great. We're gonna when we get a, our hands on it, which we inevitably will eventually, we'll let you know what we think. For now, we're all tentatively excited, apparently. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't order one mostly because I got like spent too much money on like a big beefy gaming rig, and it's been yeah. like if I didn't like the ability to play any, you know, PC game on the go is amazing. Like pair that with a Switch, and you're kind of set for in terms of thing. You can also dock this on your TV, so it's not mm. just a um, hey, play it on mobile and you know that yeah. kind of thing. It's, it's it, kind of a game changer for PC players, though, if you think is. about it. Like as most of us are console players, yes, I can take my Switch wherever I go, so that's cool. PC players are kind of locked. Like sometimes Heather, I yeah. want to play my game and I want to lay on the damn couch. Now, <laughs> you know what operating system the Steam Deck works? Stream Steam Deck? I'm, I'm, well, I'm getting uh, confused. See? Is it a Linux-based thing? Is it a just Windows? What is it? I thought it said on the website that it it was built off of its own like so proprietary Linux. system. So kind Linux. of like is it Linux? Like the Steam Link system? Yeah. That was kind of a Linux-based system that I don't really know. I mean, I this, just, this does seem more versatile than the, the, the Stream Links did. <laughs> yeah, that, I still have this. The Steam Link was fine. It was a fine thing. I, I, I tried it recently. It's fine. And then I got rid of it. Like, I didn't want to hold on to it. Like, I checked it out. It didn't. <laughs> the the controller they made but... for that thing was real bad. All right. So it uses a custom AMD API, which basically smashes the CPU. Okay, that's what an API is. Great. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's custom. They don't so really maybe see a, much a more Linux, a Linux derivative because they already have Steam for Linux, so it probably uses that same. Yeah, thing. I mean it's the same thing with the PS5 and Xbox Series X uses, yeah. like in, in terms of like yeah, AMD API. So well, to be fair, I think uh, Xbox One would be Windows. It's straight up Windows on the Xbox One and the right, Xbox right. Series X. And I think Sony's is kind of a Linux derivative that kind of 
you never see the Linux kernel or anything, but I think it's kind of based on Linux. And hmm. um, Switch is straight up based on Android. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. I mean, if, if Valve uh, supports it for more than like... I, I said if in five years it's still around, it's a huge win. Yeah. Um, if it's still around in two years... I think it'll be a huge win just because sort of like they're, they're, they're past with it. But I was just a bit surprised at how excited people were. Like I yeah. uh, went and saw friends and they're like, yeah, we all pre the Steam Deck for five bucks. And I was like, oh, damn, I, you know, I, I didn't, but that's crazy. Oh, crap. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I had a second thought where I'm like, should I pay $5 to pay eight, 600 bucks later? Like, no, no, if, if it's good, you know. What a deal. That's a, that's a conversation for down the road, but yeah, it's, mm-hmm. I, kicks in, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of happy people are excited about it. But I also I own a PC, so anything that stream the Steam Deck can play, I can play on my PC. So I'm there's no real. But not on your couch. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, like, like Dana said, you can you can take it with you. Like, I'm looking at my PC and I got dual monitor setup. I got my keyboard. I got my mouse. But also, the... I like the dual monitor setup. I like my keyboard and I like my mouse. So. Just buy, buy, buy two Steam Decks. Here's, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the question. Okay, so I I don't play on PC a lot, and when I do, right. I play MMOs. Yeah. So right now, like, how, how is that going to work? Do you know how many buttons I need for my MMO? Like, got a good so point there. Many buttons. Yeah. Like, so I think it's kind of irrelevant for someone like me. Yeah, I, I I think MMOs and certain games just wouldn't work. But for people that might be want to play a slightly better Switch, this might be a great option. Yeah, and you can always think... connect it to your TV, then plug in a keyboard and yeah, do I mean, crazy it's stuff. Real but... weird. Be real weird. It's a lot of work. And then, yeah, that so, that's kind of starts to start mitigating the uh, like the, the benefit of having yeah. At that point, just, yeah, you could like it. you could like buy a PC components and attach it to your Steam Deck, and then yeah, <laughs> great. Yeah, and like upgrade potential, like you know, down the line, can you you can't just swap the graphics card out on this thing, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's an it's an all in one. It's, it's, it's an APU, like yeah. an AMD APU, similar to what the uh, the Series X and the uh, PS5 use. So. Mm-hmm. See, I think it's a new thing, and I'd give it a little time. Like, I know the Switch has been out for a while now, but they're coming out with the Switch OLED. OLED. What are we we calling this now? Uh, Like, give them, give them a minute and see if see if it works, (laughs) and then jump in. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like like, it's nice to see some competition in the quote unquote handheld space. Like, it's just all Nintendo for a while. But that that being said, like, I also don't see this as like a a Switch killer. Like, I mean, it's sold ninety million units already. Like. Yeah, like... if, if the switch dies now, it's because it's old age. It's not like it's yeah. done the damage. It's it's lived a good life. Uh, like if the switch died tomorrow, I'd be like, oh wow, like that was way more successful than that's like what Nintendo's third most successful console ever. Yep. That's, yeah, that's that's well, great. I was I was just it was something I thought about because it's just like it you know what seeing a lot of people on like Twitter who were like, oh look out Nintendo, like Steam's coming after you. I was just like historically anyone who's entered the like handheld market Jordan, against Nintendo Jordan. has kind of just gotten crushed. Jordan, <laughs> yeah. I we know you are a resident fanboy. Uh, but... it, facts are facts, Brendan. <laughs> just because they work out. Steam uh, does what Nintendo Remember remember when the PSP came out and everyone was like, Look out, Nintendo, Sony's gonna get you. To be fair, be fair, PSP Jordan. sold so much. Yeah, yeah it's just quickly. Sold... And everyone remembers it fondly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they did. They do actually. The PC I did exceedingly well. Aren't there still two on your desk? Yeah, there are. Yeah. And, and I Vita, mean, anyway, Vita's <laughs> no wonder it sold well. Brendan <laughs> bought two for every one. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> moving, moving on from Jordan's love of Nintendo, we're going to go over to uh, 
across the pond to Elgato. Okay. Really not across the pond. I think they, I think the offices are actually probably close to each other. Doesn't yep. matter. <laughs> um, but yeah, Elgato had an event that was very odd, and they announced a lot of new streaming stuff, where all streamers now apparently need the best and the brightest in gear, with an, the Stream Deck. <sighs> stream Deck. I actually don't know what's different about this stream. I think it's just got more buttons, doesn't it? I think it's got more buttons. Uh, then right. you have the face cam, which is a 1080p camera that looks pretty. And then you have the Wave XLR, which is a cool way to connect your mics to your computer. Did anybody... like? There uh, there's the, the mic arm, too. Oh, yeah. It's a mic know. arm. It's fine. It, it looks cool. Mic arms are mic arms. I like... Yeah. To do there. Here's yeah. here's the when you go to the Wave XLR page, mm-hmm. this is what it says. You love your XLR microphone. You'll love it even more with Wave XLR, a compact USB interface that gives your mic superpowers. <gasps> My mic so, was was terrible before, but now it'll be great. <laughs> so basically it, it, it lets you plug in your XLR yeah. microphone yeah, into a USB in, device. Yeah. That's um, kinda neat actually. Anti distortion technology. A mute button. Thank you. My my mic has that. But you guys, <laughs> mine doesn't. But see, oh. okay, this isn't really my department. I'm I'm not much into content yeah. creation. But I know my brother is obsessed. Like he is so excited about this thing. He wants it hard. Well, so. it means you basically can buy any XLR microphone, which means you could buy Rode, you could buy Sennheiser, you could buy Shure, you could buy anything on the market and be able to use it in your your. Uh, streaming rig which right now you're limited unless you have an external breakout box so it's a more accessible breakout box which have existed since the mid 90s so cool yeah it's it seems more aimed at people who are already streaming as opposed to you know people who are like hey how do i get into streaming like it seems a bit too complex for someone to be like oh like i just want to get into streaming and i got i was like well it's better than the thing you had slightly kind of sort of yeah it's you know streamers are doing it are excited probably I think for people that like, like they want to, they already have kind of a semi-professional production rig type setup and they want to like, I want to use that professional microphone I take on the road, they could bring it here. So it's a good concept mm-hmm. and it gives you more options for the selection of microphones because there are only so many USB microphones currently on the market. Are you sure there's only so many? I feel like there's a lot. <laughs> okay. There's a lot more XLR microphones on the market. There's like every company has like 12 and then you just go down the line so you could easily buy a $1,000 microphone where you can't currently buy a $1,000 USB microphone. I say that and there's definitely a $1,000 USB yeah, this, yeah, yeah. I was going to link it to you, but I won't now. It's okay. You know it. <laughs> but but my point is, there's less of them. There's a lot more uh, $1,000 XLR microphones currently on the market. Right. Also, you could use like you could also use wireless microphones, things like that, that currently only exist in the XLR space on your computer. And that's cool. Yeah, I, I think it's unfortunate they came up with this news this week. I mean, I I don't think it'd be that much bigger, but yeah, to have a week where people aren't just like, because that's all it was. It was it was Steam Deck, and to, yeah. you know, this is Stream Deck. Come on, it's way too close. Like, it's just Steam, <laughs> stream Valve decks have dicks. existed for a while. Valve, like you, like, you could have picked yeah. a different name. Yeah, they didn't want to. They didn't need to. They didn't want to. They wanted to. Well, they, there's. They, they, they they're saving it for their for their like sit down console that they can call the Valve Box. <laughs> they wanted, they had that, I think. The Steam Did they, no, the come Steam on. Box. They have Steam boxes. Okay, Steam box. But I mean, a Valve box is like dumber. It was a yeah. little weird. Like it looks. I mean, looks yeah, like plumbing. I don't know what else you could. Yeah, do. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's why it's funny to me. So, um, the Valve box encourages more Half Life Three talk. So, they, did you know that a, no a Valve box is like a, an actual thing, though? Uh, I do. I mean, I, I've, I, I've, I've done plumbing before. I know. Oh, this. okay. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> now I get it. 
He's going to play right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as a podcast. With Mario. I'm, I'm installing it as, as we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you want to mention about that? Or is that basically it? Uh, it's nice to see Elgato doing stuff. I, yeah, I mean, I like they're, they're a big company. They do things. Yeah. yeah. I know. We, but... we featured them in our brand of the year. Wink, we wink. We will be. That's what I hint, mean. Hint. It's good timing. Yeah. But do they have what it takes to take it? Who knows? Find out. They're doing okay. <laughs> I know. I mean, in the people vote. Uh, anyways. In the people let's vote. Let's move. <laughs> the, the bird vote. The quaka <laughs> vote. The quaka <laughs> vote. Wow. I can't Don't say that, that or I would have. <laughs> anyways. Uh, EA Play happened yesterday. That was today. today. <laughs> but you, we're you talking were in the future. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we talked about it yesterday. I'm yes. so bad at this. <laughs> anyways. Uh, EA Play happened because it didn't happen in E3, but it it's happening now, and um, uh, EA announced some things, including, but not limited to, a new Dead Space, or remake of Dead Space, and it looks pretty. I'm, I'm, I'm salty about it. Uh-oh. I mean, Jordan salty? What are you salty about, Jordan? Do you not like Dead Space? Jordan gave a 10 out of 10 this week. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, no. He's not salty. Um, no, me. you know, it just, it, it, it upsets me a lot. It's very depressing to see all these people online who are like, you know, freaking out about a new Dead Space. But it's just like, you know, when you look back on it, like EA kind of made so many bad decisions surrounding Dead Space that like ultimately led to the closure of Visceral because like, you know... I mean, Dead Jordan. Space didn't live up to the expectations that EA had set for it. But and now they're Jordan. just like, what? It, the studio was called Visceral. Uh, their entire point was being extreme. How far into the 2000s do you think that studio could realistically go? Well, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> speculate based on name. I mean, let, let's get this go with here. What if they still had the studio Pandemic? Wouldn't that have been a cool studio to still have around right now? That'd be great. <laughs> that would be great. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. it's, you know, it's, I, I think, you know, with that, that, that's neither here nor there at this moment, just because, you know, Visceral put a lot of like effort and heart into, into Dead Space and it was like their baby and, you know, EA but, but also, found a way to ruin it. But also, Jordan, you have to remember the fact that the people that kind of started Visceral Games at that point had already gone over to do Sledgehammer Games at Activision. Which we'll get into later, but Activision. Oof. So the big the minds behind the Dead Space series by the time Dead Space Three was coming out had already left the studio to make that made that game. They had no driving focus behind it. I don't want so, to call it a corpse, like because like you know people worked on it, but it wasn't the same. You know, no, it wasn't. They didn't Dead have Space. Team. It was basically we need a new Dead Space, and they made yeah. it. It was it like was, a Freaky Friday more well, than two. A, two was pretty good. I still like yeah, two a two lot. Two was amazing. One and two were good. Three, they didn't have any of the creative. They didn't have that creative force behind it. It was yep. more of a, we need a new Dead Space game. Make this happen. Put co-op, I guess. Make that work. Um, and it took away a lot of the soul that made that series so exciting. And they and they did make it a media franchise by that point. There was a weird anime. There was a comic book. There was some well, that, that was, but that was part of the first one too. That was all part of the first game's yeah. marketing. I, like that. That's. That's kind of what came I... out. The anime came out in relation to just before the second game came out, I believe. Oh, you know what? You may you wasn't what was it? Because I know there was yeah, there was an anime, there was a comic. I thought they were all so connected to the first was, one. They came out after the first one, but leading into the second one, kind of to keep the franchise going as they waited for the second one to release. But my point still stands. EA did kill it, but it was also the fact that the people that 
you need a creative force to make a series like that go forward. Like you, the um, Silent Hill games had Team Silent that really kind of carried that game forward. Uh, Mass Effect, same thing. A lot of the people that made Mass Effect stuck with it, and as soon as they left, that's when you started seeing that decline. Same thing with Visceral. As soon as you saw that those the heads of the studio kind of step away and that driving force behind Dead Space kind of move away, you really didn't have that energy to make the third game impactful or exciting. And I think that's where kind of it, it kind of fell. You I guess agree? that's fair. I don't know. It just it kind of just feels like when you look back on it, you know, it was uh it was a really I, like bad situation for for the for the people who who like really made the game and the company that was like you know made their name off of that game. Yeah, that's fair. And then you know EA just kind of shows up now. It's like, hey, you know, Resident Evil remakes made a ton of money. Let's do our version of it. I mean, I, it, it's hard to say if that was the reason. It could just be there was a lot of fan reaction asking for more Dead Space, so it's hard to say. What do you think, Chris or Alex? I, I think, yeah, I think Chris should say what he thinks. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm not... Not me, though. Not me, guys. I have no idea what we're talking about. I'm no, just... I mean, Dead Space isn't uh, isn't really a series that I have any... Like, I, I don't have a horse in this race, but uh, That's that, that does sound very much like what EA has done with other things. Like they kind of. But you know what else they've done? More Apex Legends. Oh, I think, I think we have someone in here that likes Apex Legends. Apparently, uh, it depends on the day. Okay, <laughs> it's a love. It's a love and a hate. Yeah, th- this was stuff that was was kind of leaked before the uh, yeah the, a the lot event of happened before, uh, which is just the way it goes. Like even just looking at what was announced, it was like, oh okay, okay. Like it doesn't seem like a huge huge hitters. Uh, and people who like sports games, I don't know. I don't think FIFA was shown last year at their thing, and it's not being shown this time. So. I mean, uh, those games are going to make money no matter what. Yeah, I mean, it's their biggest money maker, and they, they they don't really need to talk about it, so it's fine. Uh, but Apex is cool. They got a, they got a new um, you know, a new a new person they added, a new gun. It's it's kind of not very is this exciting. The one that, like has a midriff shirt. Is that is that from this game? Uh yeah. Oh yeah, like that. The base skin does, but you know, there's lots of skins. Everyone can have a midriff shirt, Brendan. You just gotta you just gotta unlock it. You just He's gotta. Got three. <laughs> you just gotta get those loot boxes so okay yeah but it's cool it's but it's it's not exciting it's the same old apex you got more characters no new map you got a new gun i'll play it i'll like it yeah <laughs> like like if, if you don't like apex this isn't gonna be like oh wow they added a new character and they added a new gun and you finally got neat. me yeah but hey if you're playing apex this is it's cool more content is good now, it's free I, to play as someone that does know the, the kind of the space is overwatch still a thing uh, I mean, I played it today, but is it a thing? It's it's been treading water for a year and a half. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they've, announced, they've announced the second one. Yeah, and then they're like, "Yeah, it's delayed. We don't we don't know when it's eventually coming out." Yeah, it's you know they they say maybe December is the rumbles, maybe next year for the sixth anniversary after Overwatch one. But it's tough because like Jeff Kaplan, the guy who like you know creative director on the first game, yeah. what he he exited earlier this year. So as someone who has been like, "Hey, I love Overwatch. One of my favorite games." Uh, right. There's a lot of uncertainty in the scene as to what is it actually going to be. We know that it's going to be PVE stuff. We know that they said that you don't have to buy Overwatch 2 if you're just playing the multiplayer, which is a little weird, I think. But you won't get the new visual style. You need to buy Overwatch 2 to get the new visuals. Yeah, and like I would assume it's going to be running better in Overwatch 2, and it's going to be... So are you going to get a worse experience staying on the old one? Get you to go forward? I, I honestly think they should cut bait, like... No one expects a multiplayer game really to go more than six years a shooter. Like, yep. have people buy Overwatch too? That's fine. Um, I'm sitting. Game. I'm sitting in an Overwatch chair. I'm sitting in the Throne of Lies. You know, like right. I'll buy the game. I'll uh, you know, uh, or review it, whatever. But uh, we'll see. 
the thing is, I don't know. Nobody knows unless you're working at Activision Blizzard. So, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I recently popped into Overwatch again after you know 18 months off or something. I was like, God, I, I love this game so much. And then I the the event ended and I stopped playing it. And it's like, <laughs> yep, it, in, in two months there'll be another right event, and it's like, oh, yeah, love this game again. Yeah, it's but, the fourth straight year where they do the same. They do like a Rocket League style Lucio event. Uh, so they they had they just don't have new events. All they do is new skins now to keep people coming. Um, and then buy those new skins or loot box. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's loot boxes. I mean, if you're still playing, you have enough coins to buy everything, right? So, okay, and, but the one thing in Overwatch right now, last thing I'll say about it is, no one used really playing Overwatch. So if you, but if you are someone playing you, you're probably playing against you're matched up against people who are similar level as yeah. you in terms of like, hey, playing the game. Uh, but most people who are buying playing new accounts are people who already been playing the game for years and just want a new account. So it's it's miserable <laughs> to get into Overwatch now. We're like, hey. Like you're you're learning to walk and shoot your gun, and you're playing against someone who's played for like six years, and you're like, "But we're the same level." What? It's yeah. That doesn't sound fun at all. So That's check out Overwatch. <laughs> it is really game. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for Overwatch too. Fair. Okay. Uh, we also had some really bad news about Blizzard, and it it seems real messy. There's I'm lots of a, there's lots of messy news about Blizzard. I will give a quick overview and then everyone take it from there. <clears throat> so uh, Blizzard is kind of been a weird studio for the last few years. BlizzCon this year was an online affair. Uh, we had a lot of games are delayed, as we discussed. Overwatch Two has been delayed. Diablo Four is at some point. The mobile game is still coming eventually. Uh, but there was some filings in California this week where. Um, a lot of complaints about frat boy style behavior at the studio where people are discussing uh, boys will be boys type activities. Uh, yeah. Uh, and overall, like guys can do anything, but women have to like be, uh, be respectful of them wanting to be randomly drunk during work and all this other stuff. It, it seems very much like a frat house, but also a game studio that's worth multi billions of dollars. And it seems like, as, a, as one of the foremost game studios in the world, they should know better. But, I mean, shall we discuss? Games, Ubisoft, yeah, take yeah those, are all, those are all bad. So, my point is, yeah, the there's, industry a, there's is a doing lot of bad. similarity to the riot. There's a lot of similarities to the riot yeah. uh, situation. So. Mm-hmm. Do we um, want to give the, people the drunk at work? Is like, riot? that's sorry. Should we give people a kind of an overview of what happened with riot just so people understand how they're similar? If you'd like to, go right ahead. I don't have the answers. <laughs> I was asking Chris, because he was, uh, so it's not all me. I have a kind of a passive uh, sort of Who's knowledge that? of that from from uh, from a story that we did back a few months ago when they, when, okay. some, when they were accused of, uh, of of using someone's likeness like without without her consent. Uh, oh, that was bad, character. yeah. That was bad. Yeah. But uh, pretty similar kind of scenario from the, from the sounds of it, like a lot of just really like guys come on it's 2021 we i it's, it's so dis, it's so disheartening because like I've, I've i've been thinking that we've been making some gains and then you know this kind of shit comes out and if you think we're making some gains just talk to a girl she'll let you know we're not it, 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 it's a recurring process of disappointment yeah every, like every time you know you, you start to feel a little optimistic like you have one good interaction with somebody and you, you see some signs of growth and then this comes back and you set you back five steps um, I mean, the answer is the studios need to treat them like, yes, it's fun making games. Yes, it's great that you have a basketball court and thing, you have a gym, all this stuff. It's still a job. You still have to go to work, act like an adult, 
make your make the game don't not even like an adult just like a nice human being yeah basically and treat people with respect and these employees and especially at riot games i think it was even this like ceo or a higher management were acting basically like children not treating people properly not giving people the respect they need treating women basically like objects within the office or things to clean up your messes and that is not okay when you're above the age of 15 and it's definitely not okay when you're at a place of work yeah, it's, it's and no the way. vice president making you know how much money a year yeah like the the article i wrote up they had the lawsuit itself i had to go through and it it, it was pretty brutal um it, it wasn't it wasn't good times even even if we just talk about the money that happens yeah everywhere like that happens so much that men make more than women for whatever reasons there was always reasons to excuse it but if you look at the numbers for like their base pay and then their incentives mm-hmm. and all that the the men were making like 12 million dollars the one woman one by the way was making three which i mean three million dollars is pretty cool i'm not gonna complain that's a, that's a lot of <laughs> money, but comparatively like... yeah. you know like for for the same job like that's not even almost that's not like three million and like he's making four that's like a joke and that's not even the worst of what happened no like i mean there was there were talks of like people being horribly depressed suicidal uh ideations i am horrible ideations ideations there we go uh also like straight up discussions of rape on site yeah that is not okay for any place of work it's definitely not okay for an environment where we're trying to see more women getting into it, showing their ideas on what gaming can be. And this is just well, setting that back. Do forward. you want to talk about their cube crawls? Yeah. Apparently let's talk about the that. men are getting hammered at work and physically going from area to area, literally crawling under women's desks, hammered saying god knows what looking at god knows what passing around pictures of god knows what in the middle of the workday male supervisors passing off all their work to female ones while they play call of duty specifically that was named why call of duty just they just really like that's what frat boys play i don't know (laughs) that's that is that's true I guess that's on brand for an Activision Blizzard company, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, was, it was no bueno. Like, I, I've said this in podcasts before. I am not the world's greatest feminist, but uh, no, nah, I, was, I was not good writing that last night. I was not happy. Yeah. I was not happy. Um, and this is after we've had, as Chris mentioned, Riot. We had Ubisoft recently. And, and people are coming out of the woodworks about yeah. this. Like, I, I have friends on my Twitter that have worked for Ubisoft, and like, this news at Blizzard has shaken those women from these yeah. other jobs. Like, it's just one giant trigger warning the gaming industry now, and it's, it's upsetting. Yeah, it's upsetting. and I know people that used to work, uh, have worked or used to work at Activision Blizzard. They're like, yeah, that's. It's not just Blizzard that's the problem. It is all Activision Studios. Some of the uh, some of the uh, full-on Activision or Call of Duty studios had similar uh, activities. Maybe not to this extent or this uh, vocal, but this is a, a situation where it's not just that particular studio, but it's a, a corporate culture as a whole, and that's a major problem. And this is after, let's, get, let's stop for a second. This is after Bobby Kotick just gave himself a massive bonus. Yeah. Uh, that is probably, if you want to be, to show leadership in this company 
I have to say a lot to say about what Ubisoft did, but when um, the leadership of Ubisoft did take the reins and try to show, own the problems they've had and try to make amends, Bobby Kotick has done nothing yet and has not even made any mentions yet. And he, as the leader of the company, needs to show that he is not okay with this sort of behavior. Even if he is a frat boy and stuff, I'm not saying he is. That is something that not, should not be at a studio that he is monitoring or running. He made $154 million in 2020. So uh, whether he's a directly involved, he, I mean, he's okay, he's the CEO. How do you say he's not directly involved? He's profiting off this frat boy culture exactly. that is in Activision Blizzard, that's in the industry. So it's like, yeah. I, I, he needs to come out and say something like, about this. They and said that was, yeah. women were going were going to their supervisors. Uh, I can't remember his name now. To like the vice president, Jay Allen Brackley, who was still yes, there. Yeah, all the way up to that, and saying like, "Listen, this is what's going on," and nothing that they said was ever kept confidential. Nothing gross. was ever done. They were basically told to just boys will be boys, like you said, and dick. And that's okay. I think what really irks me the most is that I just did an interview with a woman who works at Overwatch. Uh, she's a senior. Uh, I'm the worst. She's been at Overwatch for six years and mm. Blizzard is actually doing something that I thought was really good. But now that I know they've been under a two year investigation is probably just trying to put a bandaid on it. Right. They're sponsoring something called girls who code. Um, girls who code is really cool in itself. It's its own program, but it's sponsored by bigger companies. Uh, it's a summer immersion program that takes high school girls. They get one-on-one -on -one mentoring right now with women that work for Blizzard. Um, and, and they learn how to code all summer. And the end of the year project is a, is a game. And it, it, it's a really awesome program being a, a woman, being a mother, like it's a cool thing. There aren't enough women that get to learn about this kind of stuff. And it's nice to the one-on-one -on -one mentoring is a big deal, but like I'm, I'm curious what this woman's real perspective is. Like the interview she gave me is Blizzard is great. Blizzard is awesome. I love this. Yes, there's struggles in the industry, but like mm -hmm. now hearing this, I'm, I'm kind of shook. Like I want to, I want to be like, girl, tell me the truth. <laughs> What's going yeah. on? I, <laughs> you I, know? I saw a tweet from, from another female um, influencer who had done some voice work for them uh, recently. She said, I've, I've had a positive experience, but clearly that was, you know, an outlying experience. Yeah. Well, and even like, just, just, just sorry, re reading like a lot, a lot of people talking about the time of Blizzard and, and negatively, it's like, it, the thing that sort of stuck out to me was that they're all like, Hey, like we, like they, they enjoy working at Blizzard in terms of like, Hey, I love working on World of Warcraft, a game that I've loved, you know, for my whole life. And it's something they're, you know, passionate about and everything. And then just like being exploited for it. And it's just, it, it's terrible. So yeah, it's a dream crusher. I mean, to be fair, so. this industry is very much a dream crusher in itself. That's why crunch exists. That's why uh, working conditions for QA testers and all these other things are so bad because people are like, well, I want to work on my dream. I want to work on these projects yeah. that I've only imagined. And then the industry is like, well, you're going to work unpaid for 40 hours a week and you're going to stay in your office and sleep under your desk because we're not going to pay. We're going to be in one of the most expensive cities on earth and we're not going to give you anything or give you any help. And we expect you to do a workload that most people wouldn't even consider. And the industry is known for just taking advantage of people that are willing to do that. And this is just more examples of how it is willing to push people to their limits and not be remorseful for the outcomes that it delivers. Well, think of it this way. Like, I'm, I'm 
a woman here at CGM. I love it. There's no complaints. Everybody's great. I'm probably the most inappropriate one out of all of us. <laughs> but that article I wrote last night about this blizzard thing, Brendan and I talked to you about it last night. I was I was afraid to write it. Yeah. Because as a woman, I was talking to my partner about it, talking about why I was upset about writing. He's like, I don't understand. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a woman. I'm not allowed to say this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? I don't understand. I said, well, no, I'm not allowed to have an opinion about how women are treated because people will come after you. We have other female writers at CGM that have been attacked all over the internet for having opinions about women being treated fairly. And like, it blew my partner's mind. He's like, I, I don't, I don't understand. I'm like, yeah, we're not allowed to talk about it. And a good chunk of men avoid talking about it. And mm-hmm. that's why we're here. And he's like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get it. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's no good, but I wrote it. And nobody's yelled at me yet. So yay. Yay. But those well, are like, the things you have to think about working in the industry as a woman. I am not allowed to have an opinion about games. I am not allowed to have an opinion about women. I mean, most of the men are great. Like, you guys are all awesome, but there are a few that will find us if they yeah. look for us. And it's scary. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad to see that it was Jason Schreier that did bring this out. I mean, it was a full-on investigation by, you know, the government of California. So yeah. it wasn't exactly a secret when it came out. But it was interesting to see that he was the one that was in the forefront. And I don't know how much hate he got. But I imagine if it was one of the other writers at Bloomberg, one of the women writers, they would have gotten a lot of vitriol. Well, the industry has problems, but let's jump over quickly, or not so quickly, to uh, what we've all been uh, experiencing on uh, systems and games and movies and all that fun jazz. Uh, So let's jump over to what our reviews and impressions section is going on. And let's start with... uh, Let's start with... uh, Hearing about Space Jam 2, because that seems oh, like a good place to start. I wasn't ready. Yeah. I wasn't ready. <laughs> uh, Space Jam 2, yeah, that's definitely in my wheelhouse, guys. Um, I, I am not a lover of Space Jam 1. I don't think I ever saw it. And if I did, I wasn't old enough to remember it. But Space Jam 2 was fine. I went in, or it's not even Space Jam 2. It's, Space it's just Space Jam. Jam. It's, it's Space a new Jam, legacy? A new legacy. Yeah, the new legacy. Yeah. Um, I went into it super scared. Like, it had threes across the board. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to do this. It was fine. Like, obviously, we're not going to the Oscars or anything. It was Space Jam. But if... Yeah. LeBron it, James is not a good actor. No. Uh, he's fine when he's cartoon, though. Yeah. When he's, like, it was you fine. know... It's when he could do like, his, like, recording from his bathroom in a bathrobe and what? didn't need to be in the studio. It was great. Okay. All right, that was. But I mean, Brendan, Brendan, if you're going to hold LeBron James to the legendary acting standard that Michael Jordan set, I mean, come on, no one's going to live up to Michael Jordan in Space Jam. (laughs) No one's living up to that one. It's almost as good. It's almost as amazing as a baseball career. (laughs) Oh, and did he have a golf career? A short-lived golf career as well. I'm I'm not going to talk about Space Jam one because I have too many thoughts. But Dana, how was Space Jam two? The new legacy. Sorry, it's not not Space Jam two. It's Space Jam two now. Just accept it. Uh, I feel like it wasn't bad. Sorry, Jordan. What? Having having not seen the movie, I could probably sum it up quality-wise with the fact that Rick and Morty show up in it, and that's, they I think, do. all you need to know. Done. Oh, to be fair, Jordan, literally, literally, every Warner Brothers property shows up in some form okay. or another. So here, this is, this, back to me, guys. Come no. <laughs> back to me. It's Dana, like the one thing I know. Yeah, Come on. Dana, it's, it's Dana, go, go for it. 
no, no, no. Um, it it was fine. Like I said, there was there was some 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 moments with LeBron, but once he turned yeah. into a cartoon, life was good. Um, <laughs> at the beginning, I I was like, this is really, really like just a giant advertisement, and I was I was starting to understand why it was bad. But then, like being a fan of the things they were talking about, like they brought up. Game of Thrones, uh, Matrix, Mad Max, um, Harry Potter. It was actually fun. Like it, I enjoyed it. You watch, you watch the characters turn into characters from all of our favorite stuff, and it, I enjoyed it. It wasn't terrible. And then the worst part is, I watched it to review it, and then went home. And my six-year-old made me watch it a second time in the same day. That wasn't <laughs> great, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, the, the Dana, there's a huge Dana the worst part was the very strange rap battle. There was a rap battle. Is, there, is it the Porky Pig rap battle? Yeah. Yep, the Porky Pig rap battle. All right, I love this. Yeah. That did happen. But that I, is the worst part. I think my favorite part, though, is that anytime you watch it, like like I said, I had to watch it twice in one day. Um, it's like playing Where's Waldo. When you watch mm. the crowd, there's every character from every movie or show that mm. Warner Brothers ever did. So it's it's like playing Where, Where's Waldo. You see someone different every single time. Uh, however. Uh, Pepe Le Pew got kicked out, but the guys from Clockwork Orange were there, apparently, I heard. <laughs> yeah, okay. they're yeah, they're in the background. Standards. Standards. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was fine. It was, is that, is that... Kids will like it. Parents won't hate it. It, it was fine. I gave it, what, a seven? It's yeah. not bad. It I'm didn't just... deserve a three. People were being a little much. I was going to say I'm surprised that like they went the sort of wrote with like oh let's just show all these cameos and do all this stuff but like how else are you gonna f- fill a space jam 2 movie because space jam 1 was actually like hey michael jordan stopped playing basketball in real life and he went to go play baseball and he was he, like that that's in the movie that happens and then i mean i guess he didn't meet the looney tunes in real life but i like to believe i like to believe <laughs> you, don't, you, don't <laughs> you don't know you know i watched i watched the last dance on netflix <laughs> yeah yeah I, I watched the last dance on netflix and they, and they didn't talk about you know they didn't show bugs bunny or anything but i, I think he was there i think he helped him get his his ring that, yeah that's season uh, two so yeah i don't know I, I feel like the first space jam happened because like i i don't know why michael jordan wanted to make that movie but it felt like there was a reason you know it well, like made sense paycheck. Yeah, I think, True. I think it was. I think it was like I want to get into back 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 into basketball. What if I got paid to do and... it with cartoons? Well, yeah. Apparently, what happened was because because he was you know he retired and he was making this movie right before he came back, uh, and Warner Brothers built him a court at the studio. Right, so this was like a huge court, and he invited all the best NBA players in the league during while the shooting was happening, so he could sort of get to know them, and then a right. few of them cameoed in the movie. So it was like. Michael Jordan was like training and Space Jam. The movie helped him get back to his actual form. Which, when you're watching that movie, it's like way better than what it should be. Yeah, but, it's, it's a weird thing. But I don't know. I'm excited to see Space Jam too. I, I'm glad to hear it doesn't suck. It yeah, didn't. It was entertaining. I laughed. I don't laugh at anything. I'm kind of I mean, miserable. There's a it straight up E3 <laughs> plug in there. That was weird. There was. I don't remember what you're talking about. E3. Remember the, the coding oh, E3. Cap, the I heard is... weed. I'm sorry. I mean, there might be weird. I don't know. I, Granny, was, some weed. Granny was doing some weird stuff in that movie. I don't. I don't, Granny, I don't know. Granny man. Yeah. It so was ready. Or, so ready player space jam two. Damn. Yeah. Was Bill Murray in it? No. no oh sorry. okay. Oh. Uh, why, why bother making it without? There you? were some. There were. There was one good cameo that was funny. So I'm not going to spoil it for you. Was it Newman? That was good. That was good. Ooh. No, it wasn't. I mean, it was real bad, but it, it was, was also gold. Good. No Bill nice. Murray, no Wayne. Can you tell Brendan watched it with me? Yeah. He's like, Dan, talk about this, <laughs> but let me tell you. <laughs> Brandon, do you have thoughts about Space Jam and New Legacy, or is it just it's, it? It exists. That is all I got. Is it is worth it... a three? 
No, it's like a five. Where's it on your Oscar picks so far this year? <laughs> not I know that. You're, I know you're a film buff. Yeah? Okay. I'm not space. No, all Space Jam. It's just but, but every category. Every wow. category. Space what about uh, M. Night Shyamalan's Old? Is that yes. on your Oscar Ooh. list? No. Yes. Oh, good so transition, good. though. That's getting one. so good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I um, slam dunk. So everyone was kind of like, everyone was hoping this would be like a return to form from M. Night. Because uh, he had the village, he did uh, the visit. He did the visit, which is the most more recent one, and he did um, the glass, and he did um, split. So he's he's kind of been like on a slight upswing, you could say. Sure. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, this is. I feel that he doesn't really understand what people are or how they work. Um, <laughs> oh, well, that's a lot. Uh, so. It, this is based on a graphic novel. It's about the co- concept that there's this beach, there's this resort, and there's a beach on the resort that's kind of secluded. But this beach uh, makes you grow older faster. So you, it, it moves at about, I think every hour is two years of your life. Is that correct? That sounds right in my head. I could check my review, but I'm not going to because my keyboard is loud. That's true. Yes. I have not used to turn this podcast, but it is loud. Um, but... So what, what is the concept here? So basically, one day would be your entire life. And that is scary because it means that basically you get on that beach and you know you're going to live for a day. And you're, you have kids, it means those kids are going to live for a day. Uh, and that's a dark concept. And, and M. Night takes that dark concept and puts it with the worst human beings on Earth, Yay. with the most precocious kids on Earth, <laughs> and that also don't talk like humans. They they talk about how uh, they made a weird language, and they talk about um, remembering everyone at age six, it, like all this other stuff that they sound like someone scripted a six year old and didn't understand how six year olds work or act or. So like are. you wrote a six year old. Yeah, if I, if I wrote a six year old, <laughs> that is how these characters would sound. Gotcha. But it doesn't it doesn't get let you get emotionally invested in these characters. It doesn't let you understand who these characters are and you're not in your each actor or each of these kids is played by three different actors because you have the kid version then you have the teenage version then you have the adult version another problem is they don't stay within their own own cinematic logic because if if every hour is uh two years of your life those teenagers should be existing as teenagers for like two hours two to three hours of the movie uh, they don't. They move very quickly past. They they stay basically as the teenage versions for most of the movie, even though the parents are literally decaying in front of them. Uh, so that didn't make any sense. There's some great if you do love M Night and his horror elements. There's some great body horror going on with the fact that you if you get injured in this universe or on this beach, you heal incredibly fast. So let's say you broke your arm, it's broken and it didn't have time to reset itself. So it's just at a weird angle now. And it, key, and it does work with that sort of thing in dark ways. Um, problem is he doesn't give the audience, he doesn't trust his audience to understand what's going on. So there's a lot of random exposition dialogue that stops the stops progression cold and then goes off a bit more, so more weird stuff, then more random stopping of exposition. And then he doesn't ever lean into thriller. He doesn't ever lean into horror. He kind of just meanders around with this weird, really motion camera, and never, it doesn't own its concept enough to make it work, but it also owns it too much to let the kind of the 
exploration of what this means works. So it just kind of sits in this kind of miasma of never functioning properly. So it was a, it existed. And we scored I it. I gave it a six. Oh, so yeah. It's Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's not that bad, but it's not. It's not the return of Sixth Sense. It it doesn't like you know how Sixth Sense um trusted you as an audience to kind of just watch the movie at the end. Like, oh wow, that happened. This one's like, okay, did you see that happen? That happened. Okay, mm-hmm. another weird thing's going to happen, and we're going to explain why that weird thing happened. Just get, you might not know why that thing happened, so we're going to explain it. You know, True, like, but like Sixth Sense, even maybe this was just for the like the home yeah. video release was like at the end it was like, hey, want us to tell you everything? Well, <laughs> and then there was Sixth like Sense... a detailed walkthrough of the movie. Like, yeah, Sixth Sense did that. But imagine if every single time something happened, it took a second. To like, so uh, just an example. There's a scene when, as I mentioned, that broken arms. They're like, their characters are saying, oh, she's healing so fast, the, the bones aren't setting right. I'm like. You don't. You don't need to tell me. It could just be a weird scene. I'm cool with that. We don't. You're freaked out. You don't need to have this conversation about how your bones aren't setting right as you're watching people's bones not set right. That is not needed. It's that's, not how people. We are. also have eyes. That's yeah, natural that's, dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, that's how people are. And then there's like so one with like. Right? There's another scene with Rust, and he telegraphs it early on. He's like, "Oh no, don't touch Rust. That will be really dangerous because Rust is blah." And you see her, you see someone slash someone, and you're like, yeah, that's rust. That's poison in the bloodstream. Now you know what it's like. I'm like, you know, you didn't need to do that. That's fine. <laughs> Hearing that this it. was based on a graphic novel kind of makes sense, because it kind of yeah. like reminds me of all the bad Batman comics where he's like, I'm walking. I'm the knight. Yeah. But like, great. Yeah. You know, it's a visual medium. We can see what's happening. And, yeah. you know, less is more. Like, <laughs> it sounds like this could have been a good movie if they cut out like half the dialogue. I mean, and just. A- yeah. You know, left it being sort of creepy and unnerving and like, what's going on? And, and you think that's what, like, the trailer works because the trailer has it, people going, what's that? And then weird things happen and then, like, people looking scared and like, just kind of a flash of imagery. And the beginning of the movie kind of is that. But you also have weird scenes with like, the family, like, the kids don't need to know. The kids need to know. The kids don't need to know what we're going to do after this resort. This is kind of our last time on the beach. And I'm like, the kids are literally, like, you see a pan there's no door like they're like five feet from each other i'm like the kids can see you so this doesn't make any sense long story short this movie had no idea what it was doing before this before this review gets old (laughs) 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 he's killing himself so safe to say you were not pumped and you're probably not going to watch it again I might, I might watch it again to see all the weird twists that happened. I'm not going to watch it. Again. So it sounds like, I mean, I'm no mathematician, but Space Jam: New Legacy better than old because yes. that's how movies. That, that's how opinions work. By one old. point, apparently. Yeah. yeah, because people's opinions are all the same. All Space same. Jam plus that's, that's, you don't understand what's going works, on yeah. more. <laughs> that's why we make reviews. Which, there you go. So, Anyways. In happier news, Jordan has an up and a down this week with his reviews. Or like a medium. Yeah, like an up and like a medium. An up and a medium. <laughs> an up that and a upper. Like, that's a great amusement park ride. It's well, memorable. I mean, I guess so I guess in keeping in keeping with the theme of like weird time mechanics. That was uh, right. So, okay. So yeah, I like... so I so I played uh, Chris Tales. Yes, um, weird time mechanics? 
Oh yeah, it's okay. kind of. Um, so it's like it's it's the one that like Nintendo showed off a little bit. It, it's it came out across, like on every platform, but like you know Nintendo likes to show off these like these neat indies in their directs, and um, it's like kind of a not great RPG. Um, you know what I love? Not great RPGs. That's, that's what I live by. Like I, you know, and I, I kind of, I, like I said this in my review, but like I, I played the game for like you know probably like like forty plus hours. You are a tank, Jordan. That's all I have to say because I know when you got that code and when you got the review in. So tank. and I still couldn't tell you what the story is. I feel that's like, a problem. <laughs> like there's like it's like you 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 get like you know well over the forty hour mark. There's no mention of like like or there's like there's no clear indication of like who the villain is, what's oh. at stake, like what is even going on, like why our heroes are even on their quest to begin with. Like everything happens like with no build up or bombast or anything. Like you literally, uh, okay. <laughs> Before I get into that, I have to I just have to mention how the game starts because it's ridiculous. So you load up the game, and I like and I double tested this to make sure it wasn't a glitch. So you load up the game and you start off in a fight, okay? Which like for RPGs is pretty common. Um so you know you get into a you get into a fight, it sort of gives you like the basics of the fight mechanics. You know, this guy shows up to like help you, and then a boss shows up and you can't beat the boss. And in that moment, your little, like, talking frog companion is like, you have to use the crystals. And then it, like, it, like, flashes back, rolls the title, and it's like, okay, now, you know, I guess this is the game proper. Like, you you know, you imagine that, okay, maybe this this fight is taking place, like, well into the future, and this is going to happen, like, in some, like, you know, after we get the story and the villain and, and, you know, and our, you know, the, the... the call to the, to the, you know, to adventure and all that stuff like that. No, this literally happens like 10 minutes later. Like you, 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 you pick up as the main character. She goes into a church. She gets the power of the time crystal because apparently she's a time Lord or a time wizard or something. Um, and that allows her you to say time s- wizard. It's actually okay. Time mage is, is the correct uh, oh, terminology. Okay. All right. I'm back. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Never mind. Okay, so, so 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 you so you get this crystal. You, you're allowed to see the past, the present, and the future all happening simultaneously. And then, literally, like after that happens, it's like, oh no, the farm is on fire. You go over, and you're right back into that fight. Except now you have the power to like mess with time. And I was like, why is this like this? <laughs> like it just it's not like it's like it did some like you know like heroes of man or, or whichever you know rpg i'm blanking on i was trying to so hard the other night to figure chrono out which trigger? one it was no not chrono trigger it was like it was one, one rpg where you basically you start off as like these like heroes of legends and you fight this like you basically fight the final boss but it's like it's like that moment took place in the past and it's kind of like showing like oh this will happen so again at some point and it did that Most thing RPGs? Yeah, it, it did that thing that most RPGs are like, you know, they'll that RPGs will do that like, you know, it's like here's here's a bunch of people with all the best abilities and all the best skills and you fight the final boss, but he's going to come back and you're not actually going to play as them. It's like this is like you could have just saved me 20 minutes of gameplay like under like 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 learn or education that you would have just given to me anyway like by not having me repeat the fight that happened 10 seconds ago. Like so 
after that, it's just like the whole game is just like really boring and really slowly paced. And the only thing that really does save it is like, number one, its art style is incredible. Like it reminded me a lot of like a, like a cartoon saloon production like like song of the sea or like wolf walkers or stuff like that like it just has these okay, like okay. Yeah. really like clean lines a lot of like 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 interesting use of like color and it was just like like you know, like the way the characters look too or is very like is very reminiscent of that and like the time mechanic itself is kind of neat because like like as you go through certain areas mainly in like towns um you basically like so at, at all times you see like the past like you're you're in the present but you can see the past and you can see the future right so like the things you do in the present can affect the future which like has different like um ramifications like for like how it'll affect gameplay and eventually it, it affects the ending um but there's just like not enough ways you can really interact with the with the past or the future for that matter like you like there are certain like little like sub quests you'll get um, that like you have to sort of jump between the two periods, but you can't actually do it as the main character. You have to do it as the little frog com- companion, and like the frog, yeah, only he's the one who can jump between time for some reason. Um, okay. And like, like you you can't like you can't like listen in on like characters' conversations. You don't get a lot of like like that added depth that seeing the past and the future simultaneously would have like added to the game. Oh. And it's like. It's just, it's a shame because, like, literally almost every single character is, like, is given, like, actual voiced dialogue. So they put a lot of effort into it. It's just, like, it's weird that they didn't kind of go that extra step further and flesh out the world even more. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, combat is very, like, is just tedious and monotonous. It's not very well balanced. Like, you know, it's just, it, it, it like, it just, you get into a fight and it just seems like people, characters can just, like, enemies can just wipe your whole team out in, like, two seconds. It's just not... It's not a lot of fun. Um, again, interesting mechanic with the time thing because, like, you know, there's a way that you can, like, so enemies will attack you from the right side and the left side of the screen. Um, and, like, you can use the main character, Chris Bell's, like, the time ability. So, like, you can actually, you can you can set, you know, the left side of the screen to the past and the right side of the screen to the future, right? So, like, you can sort of manipulate time in certain ways and mess with enemies and set things up strategically then, like, by, like, advancing time or, like, reversing time. Um, it'll have different effects but like that's kind of where it ends like after the after you sort of figure out like what the strategy is it just gets very monotonous and there's not a lot of like room for experimentation that you can get like to strategize well so it was a bit of a bummer there um but then but then you know again we're you know going going back in time before that i got to play uh chikori a colorful tale and that was an absolute delight. <laughs> I read um, your review, and I, I, it was a delight to read. So, oh, oh, it was know. so so <laughs> enjoyable. Um, so so this was this was made by uh, Greg Lobanov, who was the guy who made Wander Song, um, and it was published by Finji. And it's basically just a like digital coloring book, like with a with a with an interesting story and like really like lovable characters behind it um like the like like the concept is like you know there are these these um these wielders who carry this magic paintbrush and they use it to color the world and like they and bring like color and life to the world through the ages um but then some like crazy like thing happens 
and the current wielder of the brush, Chikori, she doesn't actually like want to use it. She's like lost her inspiration. So you play as this little cute little dog character. Um, oh, it's not Chikori? No, you're not actually Chikori, which is weird because the game was initially called Draw Dog and it kind of made a little bit more sense. But yeah, I, I, I love that name. I don't know why they didn't stick with it. But like, so like, so part of it is like, to, uh, you know, is kind of like helping like Chikori sort of like find her, you know, her get her groove back and get her back into the the, the, the swing of things. Because, you know, like, you know, it, it actually does kind of deal a lot like in the story with like, you know, sort of like depression and anxiety and that kind of like stress of, of needing to create. Um, which I thought, like, like it's a really, it's actually like a really like nuanced game, despite like you know its its presentation. Um, and originally called Draw Dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, See, so I yeah, don't like think that's as beautiful a name as you're describing the game. So I think that would be why they changed. Yeah, it. maybe I get, I get because I think initially, I think initially, like when 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 Greg was like first coming up with it, it was more sort of like. Um, the the basic concept of the game was just like finding unique ways to like mess around with color and like solving puzzles and stuff mm. with color mm-hmm. um and that that is very much present in the game like there are like a lot of like unique ways that you have to sort of like kind of like color specific objects to like make them sort of like expand or retract or like connecting dots um like at one point um at one point you get it's not like fairly early in the game you get um like sort of like luminescent paint so you can light up dark areas and um you know there are they're like there are like bugs that'll that'll are attracted to the light and they'll like eat up the paint so it like reduces the sight you know you you find a character in a in a cave and you have to sort of like draw a line to like help them out like to get them out of it like they do there's so much going on with it it's so like incredibly interesting but then like there's just this this extra little layer of of enjoyment because every single screen, like every single board of this map, is black and white, and sort of like in like d- different areas, you're given different colors. You can cycle between like five colors, and so like you're sort of like incentivized to just color the world as you're going through it. So you'll just like you'll go into an area and you'll spend like ten minutes like coloring the trees and coloring the grass and making it look all like and and. It, it it really brings the world like, like something my anxious ass needs <laughs> it's no it's like this but it's like there's such a sense of there's such a sense of like gratification to it because like yeah. you're 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 slowly going to the through the world and and like seeing it like light up with color and like everything you do gets saved right it's not like you exit the game and it all gets wiped out and you have to start over so like like you're just like as you progress through the game you're just filling the world up and it makes it feel like makes it come to life in such an interesting way i really really loved it <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah, I mean, it was it, it was especially fun to play, you know, on on the Surface Book because, like, you know, I could kind of like move around with the one hand, and I had like the sty- my stylus pen in the other, so I'm just like coloring on the screen as I'm moving around. Like, it was kind of this like meta gameplay I was going through. You felt like you had a little like what do they call a little paint palette, and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. It was so it, was, it it made it so much more enjoyable. Yeah, I like that. That's great. I really, I, I highly recommend it. Play it if you get a chance. Awesome. Cool. And um, what do you want to jump to? Do we want to talk about Chris, or do you want to talk? Let's about go to Chris. Let's go to Alex. Chris Let's go to Alex. Okay. Let's have Alex talk about Chris. Just be weird. so. Chris got a oh, PS5. <laughs> yeah, he's very excited. He didn't want to flaunt his excess yeah. at us. That's why he he threw to you really fast. Damn. I'm guessing <laughs> Jordan hasn't got a PS5 yet. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I got a device that is also plays games. A PS5. Uh, what? Yeah. Yes. No. 
No, no. It's called the Retroid Pocket 2. And it is basically, it's an emulation handheld from China is, is, is what it is. So it's, oh. it's, it's, which are actually like, there, there's like a new one that seems to come out every week. There's like the, I don't know if you guys know, but there's like the RG350, the BitBoy Pocket Go. And basically it's like these little Game Boy-ish looking devices. And I, I put the link in the thing um, that work off sort of Android based um, software. And then you can sort of boot into different different ROMs and download old games. Um, so basically, I got this. It's eighty bucks US, about like a hundred bucks Canadian around there. And I got this because I was like, hey, you know what? I want to play the old Pokemon games, but I don't want to spend like a hundred bucks per game because that's how much yeah, you know you, you can ha- you can have to pay for them. And the, the other thing about old you know Game Boy games is the batteries in them are, are dead by now. So you got to sort of get a new battery for the actual cartridge, and it's a whole it's a whole headache. So. I got this because I heard good things by uh, a podcast I was listening to. I think it was Jeff Grubb over at uh, Venture Beat. Is he at Venture Beat? Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, it's, it's this device and I turned it on. I got it. It's It looks like a Game Boy, um, Game Boy Advance, hmm. but it's like a bit taller. A bit, uh, it's, it's, it's shaped, it's, it's a little less skinny than a, than, than a Game Boy Advance. And it's got a, it's got a color screen, which is really nice, really bright. But it boots in and you're into this Android OS and there's no instructions on how to actually get games or how to access <laughs> games. It's just a bunch of different windows and a bunch of different sort of emulators and you click on them and I had no idea. I had to watch like four YouTube videos, but eventually I found one, booted into it, and <laughs> I started, I turned it on and it was like, okay, I got it. And it was like Game Boy games. Uh, play, it goes up to PlayStation 1 um, okay. all the way. So it's got N64, it's got uh, Dreamcast, it's got Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color. And they just have a storefront of free th- free ones you can download because... Is it just straight up Android or does it have like its own weird OS type thing? It's got its own Retroid OS in it and a, a few other ones, but it boots... You have to boot into this one, but right out of the box, it's just like an Android... I think it's Android 6 is, is oh, what it's... it's a real old Android. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's a real old Android and then like a bunch of ones sort of built off of it. Um, but it's cool. Like I booted it up and I was like, I searched Pokemon and there were like 25 games and they have like the ones that are fan made too. So you got like the Pokemon zombie game and like, Oh, that's kind of cool. All that cool kind of stuff. I was playing super smash bros on N64 on this thing earlier. And it's just like a really cool way. If you ever want to play basically any game boy, any game before PlayStation one. Okay. Um, and you know, it's, it's kind of hard to do that. Um, Wait, Dreamcast and, came out after PlayStation one. Yeah. So dream and Dreamcast is the one that a lot of these other ones don't, um, support for yeah. some reason. So the fact that this one has Dreamcast is a big thing for some people. I don't give a damn about Dreamcast. That, no is, offense. Right, that is the right, that is the right, that is correct. That is most, most yeah, so I, you know, I'm just here for Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance and PlayStation. Give me some N64. I played Goldeneye on this and you can actually play multiplayer. So, um, you can connect to another person and, and trade Pokemon. You can play Goldeneye with people. It's, it's local, not online. Uh, you can connect it to your TV. It's it's a cool, it's a really cool emulation thing for for eighty bucks, hundred bucks Canadian, and yeah. it's legal through some loophole because in China it's legal to sell devices with emulators built in, and because they're made in China, you can buy them elsewhere and it's not illegal, but it's frowned upon. So people say, don't you know, you probably shouldn't do this, but we can't stop. We have you. to cut this whole section out of the podcast. <laughs> it's it's legal. Uh, I can't endorse it, but I do love that I'm playing Pokemon Crystal on a really cool Nintendo. It, it feels like a Nintendo device. It really does. It looks uh, really sharp, it's, actually. Yeah. Except it's way cheaper than a Nintendo device would be right now. Like, even if you're buying a Game Boy Color, you're probably paying around the same price. Yeah. Uh, this one comes with unlimited games. I'm not going to say which one I would go for, but I'm, en- I'm enjoying the, the Retroid Pocket 2. Um, 
And yeah, and if it sounds familiar, it's because the Retroid Pocket 1 was the first one they did. It was a sort of vertical device with some weird buttons. It was kind of janky. This one is more like, hey, it's just a Game Boy Advanced. And it's, 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 yeah. cool. I dig it. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should bug them and see if we can review that thing. I don't know. Seems yeah. Like it's frowned upon. Didn't we just yeah, the, the reviews I've read have been very, um, like, stepping, like, very careful in what they're saying in their reviews. So it might be more of a headache than a thing, but I think it's a cool piece of tech for sure. <laughs> should should, should put, uh, put it up against the analog pocket, which, like, plays the yeah. actual cartridges. And yeah, the... like, I'm not sure how happy Nintendo would be if we made an article being like, man, I love playing Pokemon on my, you know, bootleg <laughs> device. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't yeah, didn't we get? I remember I remember like when it was like it was like a, when I well, kind of like yeah, it was really like my second year at CG when yeah. I can't remember who it was that sent us that really bad emulation device. Are you currently and like, playing Pokemon? <laughs> no, Cody, I remember uh, Cody like tried to GDP, load. We got the G, GDP one or whatever, and it was weird. Yeah. Well, I remember I remember because I remember Cody tried to load. Um, uh, Paper Mario 64 yep. onto it and it just kept crashing like the thing just did not run like it was garbage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well Retroid Pocket will run Paper Mario on N64 so that's your thing 8 Go out of 10 to it. turns on they also have really cool yeah. colors they, they, they got some of those sort of like see through ones that they used to be all the rage with bright colors you can see the components there's also some that look just straight up like old NESs and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. it looks like a SNES and yeah I, I, just, like, I just have the GameCube purple one, even though it doesn't run GameCube games, but I don't know. Like, like the, look right here, like the retro one just looks like a straight-up Game Boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I do have to say, it's 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 pure coincidence. Uh, They're not trying to uh, or, <laughs> copy or, Nintendo. Or uh, the one that looks like, I don't know, that like one just looks like a, a, a Japanese... SNES and there's one that looks like a US. It's got 16 yes. bit. Yes, the, the, wow. the 16 bit US one's pretty uh, pretty cool with the purple uh, purple buttons going what on. What strange yeah. happenstance? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, and it's, a quinky dink, of course. It's crazy, and you know you get four hours of battery life. It's a very bright screen. Like it's if you are into classic gaming and aren't like completely married to the idea of like, hey, let me play that legally. Then you know, ah, this is legal. I mean, to be fair, if you own the game and you made a backup yourself. It's true. Then it's legal. That's what I did. Yeah. I, I yeah. You did. I, I, I can tell. You just didn't want to change the batteries in those cartridges, and that's how it happened. That's yeah. Yeah. It's a whole. It's a whole thing. It's been. It's been a journey, but I'm glad I'm here and play, playing Pokemon games. So cool. glad to share it. I mean, there's that there's that whole hyperkin thing too that I was talking about that like it's oh, like yeah, that's a weird thing the smart boy right yeah it's like you you load your phone into it and that acts as a screen and then you just play like actual like Game Boy Very cartridges off phones, of it. Though. Yeah, like yeah, I feel like if you have an Android phone and you know what you're doing, you can just—I mean, you, you can just play all these games anyway, right? Like you can get your emulators and stuff. It, it Android kind of, phones are real powerful right now; they, they can do a lot. Yeah, and I'm sure it's more than Android six or whatever this is going <laughs> in. Uh, but uh, yeah, this kind of cuts out the guesswork, but only if you watch a YouTube video that tells you how to do it. Because out of the box, they don't tell you, and I don't know if that's a legal thing where they're like, we can't tell you how to access the ROMs on this thing, but maybe they're there. Maybe we left them on. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Is it actually like they're hidden and you have to find them? Like, 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 like the opening page has like 30 <laughs> apps and they're like, some of them are like, this is Dreamcast. This one's called Gamer Boy. This one's yeah. thing. And like you click on them and like it just doesn't do anything. Uh, and the way you have to, the, that I got this Retroid thing is you don't, there's, there's no Retroid app. You have to go into settings. You have to download another app and then you have to download the Retroid app through that app. And then it like boots in. And it's like, oh yes, this was where it was meant to be all along. 
and you're it's kidding. like oh, so you have to actually set okay. it up so it actually loads the thing that it's supposed to be yeah so yeah do you, there's... Ever, do you ever see android again after that point or is it just always this thing i can boot back but i'm not going back i'm not going back like now uh, so so once you choose whatever you boot into you have like it'll boot into that from now on and then you have to go to settings to bring it back so um i just pretended that never happened and this is just how it shipped just what it is now <laughs> So if anybody buys one of these, you know, Retroid Pocket 2 and needs help playing the games, I did watch a YouTube video and I can I can hook you up. So <laughs> what a guy. Yeah. Hey Chris. And, oh, yeah. sorry, yes. go ahead. I was just gonna I was just gonna do that transition. So you you did it for me. We're good. Yeah, I like to be blunt about it sometimes. Hey Chris! <laughs> hey what have you been doing? All the stuff. I have been sampling a charcuterie board of <laughs> titles basically. Ooh, you had you had two different systems, didn't you? Just saying. Yeah, I was. It was a lucky weekend and a half for me. Uh, I finally scored a PS5. Um, all I can say is, go to your local EB, get on the list, and uh, good things will happen. Damn. Um, that that seems to Never. be the best way to get one right now, as from what I can tell. I was on four different lists in my area, and one of them called up, and uh, I, I ran in that day. Uh, so I've been playing up a bunch of uh, a bunch of games I have that uh, have PS5 modes, and I also got Spider Man uh, the Deluxe Edition. So I've been playing through. Spider-Man remastered before I moved into Miles Morales, um, and I forgot just how how amazing Spider-Man was on on the PS4. Oh, yeah. It's real good. Mm-hmm. Um, looks so looks so amazing on the PS5, and the load times, my God, it's gonna ruin me for everything else. Um, just being able to like power on the PS5, boot up Spider-Man, get into the game, and start playing within like thirty seconds is truly amazing yay um, <laughs> no one so, can live at this speed <laughs> ludicrous it's, it's truly ludicrous speed um but i've also been playing game pass on a shiny new to me xbox one <gasps> uh, so a little bit of everything there too i mean i i kind of sat down and i thought well how much exclusive stuff have i missed in the last mm-hmm. like 10 years since i kind of let <laughs> my 360 collect dust and I was surprised, actually. Like, I'm, I'm, I'll be the first to be skeptical of Xbox, but uh, there was quite a bit. There's quite a, quite a good backlog on there uh, between stuff that is like Xbox exclusive and things that were like, I've, I've, I've had on my Switch wish list for like years and just mm-hmm. never got around to buying. Um, and so Game Pass, those... I have to say, is a, if you're just buying, if you're just buying a new system, Game Pass is a really good way to just kind of experience a console because there is just a lot there. Yeah. Yeah, there's, it's a hell of a deal. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot I could say about Phil Spencer, Spencer's comments last week about game preservation and things like that, but uh, we don't have the time. But uh, no, this is definitely. I, I, I've been skeptical of Game Pass for a long time. I'm still mm-hmm. at my reservations, but it is also it is also I, I admit wholly a great way to game on a budget um, oh, yeah. by buying an Xbox One or whatever. And, when they remove what? the game that you've been addicked to yes. forever, yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing. my fear. Like I, 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 I had a friend who was who I, I finally talked to her to playing Final Fantasies, and she was close to the end of Final Fantasy ten or something, one of them, and they came off the that came off the pass for a little while, so she just totally <laughs> lost steam on it. Damn. Like years of progress trying to get her to play these games, and all of a sudden it was just down to because they took it off the game pass. Um, so yeah, it's been kind of fun to dig back into like Halo Reach was like my jam when that came out. Mm-hmm. So like it's it was nice to dust that dust that off in the Master Chief collection and uh, yeah get get into some co op like Destiny two like with with my friends who play on Xbox only is that on is that on Game Pass it's on Game Pass the that's, that's obscene like up to Beyond Light yeah so like I was able to link up my accounts 
um, my, my, my PlayStation and Xbox accounts basically transport my, my characters from PS4 or PS5 over to the Xbox and just boot into those characters on the You're Xbox. Kidding. And it's current with the Beyond Light expansion. So That's actually kind of really cool. Yeah. I don't think... Yeah, I, no, I, I was just going to say, I don't, I don't think that Game Pass needs more people to be like, yeah, we love Game Pass, but it's just like, with with so many games coming out, and it's like, you know, you play them for a week and you're on to the next one, it's kind of great to be able to just get them all on Game Pass. As long as, you know, you're an Xbox fan, you got that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there, there, there are reservations I still have, like I said, but it, it, it is great for gaming on a budget, or like if you have kids and stuff, you don't want to like yeah. shell up money for, you know, this passing phase they're in, like... Yeah, it's a, it's a good workaround. So I yeah, I've been playing all the things. That's <laughs> plus, awesome. Plus one embargo title that I can't talk about that I'm really excited about. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, <gasps> confidential. Is yeah, it breaking okay. embargo to say there's an embargo? I... Find out. It, only if there's an embargo on the embargo. That does happen. It does. <laughs> it's really yeah, weird. That's true. <laughs> that's true. There wasn't an embargo on the embargo, but there was the word confidential. So. You probably shouldn't talk about it. I'm already nervous. I'm not. Uh, I'm talk, talk about it's what? definitely James Bond. What? Oh yeah, <laughs> I love me some Bond games. Yeah, those are still oh. relevant and fun. Are, are you ready for this next transition? Are you ready? Go for it. Okay. But Chris, what's the one game you're really playing right now? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so bad. Choose a child. One out of one. <laughs> I don't. I I totally fumbled that one. I don't. <laughs> what what game what's like the main game you're playing right now mostly mostly spider-man remastered it's been kind of the go-to but uh yeah I'm trying to get through that quickly because i've already I, I i already played through it and uh like did most of the dlc kind of dropped off halfway through so i'm just going through that again to experience it all before i jump into miles morales Makes sense. i dig it i dig it yeah. brendan what are you playing right now well i was playing um New World this week, which uh, someone uh, threw me into. Not not saying who. Someone definitely threw me into that. It wasn't me, guys. Can you talk about it yet, or is that? Yeah, I can yeah. talk about it. It's the, oh, the betas happening now. Closed beta. Okay. Open beta, I don't. Know. It's it made my it made my beast at the office like really sound loud. <laughs> like it was. I hear I'm it like, broke some thirty nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Try running it on a Surface Book. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That was fun. So I, I, I loaded the game like, huh, it seems loud in here. I wonder what the air conditioner must be running a lot. I take up my, I take up my headphones I'm like, oh, no, that's my PC. It's just <laughs> pumping heat. I'm like, ooh. So yes, the air conditioner was running a lot to compensate. No. <laughs> um, it's pretty. I don't, I don't really understand what the game is. I don't. It's so weird. It's <laughs> so weird. It is. It's It's chaotic. That's what I got got gathered from it. I mean, it's it's just like, what if WoW took place in colonial times and <laughs> the Spaniards were the heroes? And I'm like, oh, hey, that's <laughs> <a> choice. <laughs> huh. Okay. What if conquistadors and, are the heroes of the story? I'm like, huh. And okay. also the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> And this is a new game, you say? It's Amazon Games, Amazon Studios is putting it out. Well, they have a good track record, so it's cool. You mean all those games that they've killed and canceled? Yeah. Hey, Crucible made it to beta. It did. <laughs> so, and fly? here's a story for you. I played the uh, pre, like, uh, kind of a press session. I was writing it up. The beta happened. They called back the beta in the week. I was writing my play article. I'm like, oh, 
Okay, it's almost over now. Okay, that that happened. Glad cool. <laughs> Gone but never forgotten. Crucible. Uh, that was. <clears throat> but yeah, New World's pretty. I don't. I don't know. That's all I got. Yeah, it's it's a thing. Nice. You could craft everything. Like you can make iron bars, and those iron bars can then make armor. But you have all these different merchants. You can go well, I just... stations. <laughs> I can hear that you do not play MMO. <laughs> At yeah. all. That's every like MMO part, so Yeah. Like, I don't know. You can buy a house. You can do stuff. Yeah. Is it Minecraft? Sounds like yeah. Minecraft. No, okay. you can you can mine rocks and then mine take down trees. Oh, I'm gonna okay. that you can buy like property too. You can like own parts of the map. You, need, you can a Minecraft I'm, killer. RPG? Or like that's pretty common. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if your computer doesn't melt. Yeah, my my uh, I think I was running it on a twenty eighty, and it was. I wonder if I could run it. I don't know, maybe. Hmm, interesting. I have a code. I can give you a code if you want. Uh, maybe. I'm. <laughs> I'm. Hey, transition. What's Dana playing right now? Too many freaking MMOs. Yay. <laughs> Too many. Don't give me another one, please. Yeah, that looked that looked fun. Sword of Legends. Swords, Swords of Legends. Swords of Legends Online. That's, it has a it has amazing game? fabric physics. I will say. Yes, there's lots. I, you of... know what? The, the 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 like the facial physics are, or like the facial like animations are really like really crisp too. They're crisp. They're just not. You know. Seeing those eyes dart around like they're like real human eyes. Oh man! They were... I was like, what is this? It, uh, just watching those... like the characters that aren't important. You're like, oh, this guy doesn't have a voice. All right, I it guess was... this isn't significant. I'll walk away. <laughs> sure. No, it, little, it's a beautiful the, game. That little piece of video that I edited for you was just like, <laughs> that cutscene was oh something special. Yeah, it's... Everyone that was delivering their lines, like they were on speed, like they were <laughs> stepping over each other. I was like, how is this like a finished product? Yeah. So, so Jordan, they listen to this podcast and they want to mimic what we do here. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we're, we're usually pretty good. <laughs> It's it's something, and there's some like, I, I was in a weird cutscene yet day before yesterday. Not that that matters. And uh, they said because there's subtitles, they'd read the second half of the subtitle, and then the screen would change to the other character, and you'd hear them read the first part of the subtitle, and then the next character would read the second <laughs> part of theirs. And like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> like, I was mm -mm, no bueno. But I've got that. I've got ESO. Oh, ESO on the Xbox now. I've got to get through. I want to look at Button City, but I'm not allowed right now. I'm too busy. And I oh, still miss Stardew. That ESO Stardew. thing just came out this, this week, doesn't it? The um, Black or something? Blackwood? 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 There we go. Blackwood's been out for a little bit now. Oh, okay. I, I just saw my mind went from Get It, so I thought it was just Yeah, um, I, reviewed, I reviewed Blackwood. Games. What? <laughs> I don't know. What's <laughs> happening? Where am I? No, I reviewed I Blackwood on the. Oh my God, you're still doing. It. <laughs> I reviewed Blackwood on the PC a few weeks back. We talked about it on podcast, but now they've released it for the Series X, um, like an enhanced version. So now I'm reviewing Blackwood again. So that's fun. It's pretty, and I get to sit on the couch. So bonus points, right? Well, there you go. There you yeah. go. Uh, <laughs> so sorry. No, it's... I feel like that's my my. That's just my cough. No, no, no. That that's like yeah. the Oscars. He's playing you off. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> anyway, 
not Alex. Jordan, what are you playing right now? Uh, a little bit of everything. I, for one, am playing Button City, and I it's know. adorable, and I love it. Um, is it out now? Is it, or is it- it's not out yet. It, co- it comes yeah. out uh, August uh, 9th. Or yeah, we even, can we mention anything about it yet? Or yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty open. I think we can't, we can't we just can't post anything about it till um, this the whoops. Yeah, we the... can't. What is wrong? <laughs> what we can't post that? video. All right, all right, Chris. Exists. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, um, but other than that, uh, I you know I'm still kind of alternating between um, like Monster Hunter stories and Monster Hunter Rise, and I've been getting back into Bloodborne because uh, it's like one of my favorite games of all time, and I just. And Love, you like I've, Lovecraft and mixed with uh, Farm Software? Yeah, nice. every, I, every every like couple of months, I'll just I'll be like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get into Bloodborne for you know and and, and lose like four months of my life. I kind of like the storyline of Bloodborne because it's like, what if someone saw a giant Lovecrafting creature and was like, what if we inject this blood into ourselves? <laughs> That'd be and pretty see rad. See what happens. Yeah. Oh, it makes werewolves. That's cool. It makes us all also... go insane and turn into spiders. What else is there to do in Victorian times on a Friday night? Right? Also, That's true. It makes you kind of immortal too, I guess. It sort so, of. I mean, the, yeah. the, the the hunter's dream is very like loose in what it actually is. But I mean, it also cured all illness too. Did so it though? Like, yeah, maybe. People didn't try this at home. CG <laughs> Magazine does not condone whatever. Yeah. whatever. Injecting, Injecting yourself with the blood. And blood. <laughs> yeah, okay. the yarn don't of do blood. That. No. Don't do that. Don't do any blood, I don't think. Talk, 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 talk to your doctor. Yeah, talk to your doctor if yarn and blood is right for you. Yeah. Like, seriously, that's the storyline of the game is talk what to your if doctor. That. No, the doctors in this game are weird. Don't do that. Don't do yeah, that. Don't, yeah don't, no. don't talk to them. They yeah. turn you into like weird squid head monsters. Oh my god, this is the yeah. longest podcast ever. My so tummy hurts. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> All right, Brendan, close us off. No, Alex! We know what Alex is playing. No one knows what I'm playing, and I would like to tell people. I was. Is it, heard is it. it Pokemon Crystal? So I'm playing Pokemon Crystal on my new Retroid Pocket 2, and I just learned that you can speed up the game, so you can like walk in two times speed. So and it makes I, this really loud music. I just got two. I'm gonna beat this game twice as fast. That's amazing. All right, thank you guys. And that's I, 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 I'm not gonna be invited back, but see ya. Tune in next time for more speed run stats. Alex, you're always invited back. Aww. And he's coming for donuts next week. No, yeah. I'm coming for you guys. The donuts are... Don't even lie. Don't even lie. Do you still have to pre-order the donuts? Is that a thing? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I messaged him to remind him. S- six oh, months in advance. You gotta get into a queue. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have such good donuts. Oh, oh they're so good. It's worth it. I've been craving donuts all week since I heard about this plan. Come on down, Chris. You know about I, Beachwood I Donuts, guys. Jordan? Now an advertisement, apparently. Jordan? No. You just go Google it. You'll understand. They're good. All right, I'll do it's it. Real good. Just do it. It's it's down the street from us. Just saying, when you come down. Just it's saying. literally like five minute walk from the office. It's not very far. I good might be. Know. I might be lying. It might be ten minute walk, but it's. Very- yeah, he just lied. It's okay. But ten minute like walk sounds six, better three. for both. For it's those like three days. steps for him. It takes <laughs> yeah. forty five minutes. It's crap. You probably crap. need like Basically a fifteen minute walk. Here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Brendan. Yeah, uh, that's everything uh where can we everyone find i talked about myself i talked about new world so i don't need to talk about uh what i've been playing already yeah, uh anyways uh, where can we all find everyone everyone 
How about Every, you, Brendan? Where can we find you? Everyone at the same you? time, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, let's start, let's start with, with Dana. Success. Start with Dana. Where can you uh, find Dana? Um, currently on the couch. Um, <laughs> you can find me. I am at Kalena. So C A H L A Y N A. I am on what? Twitter, Instagram. I guess I have a Facebook page for that. Those things. Come find me. Not in a creepy Ooh. way. Mm. I mean, ew. Hey. Yeah. I, we, yeah. You made that way worse. Chris, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me on, on Twitter at Hookathy, that's H-O-O-G-A-T-H-Y, or on Twitch at Guild2Taps. Oh yeah, I have a Twitch too. That thing. Same thing. <laughs> Jordan? You can find me on Twitter at NinjaXJordan, and you can find me on YouTube at NinjaJordanReviews. What does the X stand for? Does that mean you kill ninjas? Or- it's like a slash. Yeah, it's like a slash. It's a crossover. It just, it just, it was just better, like than you know, Ninja Jordan underscore. So yeah, like you know, Ninja slash Jordan. I like okay. it. Well, Extreme Jordan is what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Throwing X. You are, no, part, no, you are a child of the '90s. So that makes sense. Yeah. There you go. Alex? It's like those old, old yeah. Xbox handles that had X, you yeah. know, something name X at the end. Hey, Anyways, Alex. my partner's name is like XX Progenitor XX still, so just let, let yeah. it be. Alex, well, where are you at? Wherever the wind blows, wherever <laughs> the sun's rising, uh, at Alex Hansiak and all social media networks, thanks. If anybody could spell that, good luck. I'm Ukrainian if it helps. It probably doesn't. So. <laughs> nope. Yes. Nope. Yeah. There's a lot of Zeds there. There are a few. Mm, More than one. Uh, B526. Everywhere. Literally everywhere. B526. If you search that somewhere, you'll find me. Is that because you're six foot two and it's uh, 26 backwards? No. Uh, I mean, cool, but no. uh, B is two, six is F. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, You told everyone your secret. Uh, They said I had to have a number at the end of my name for some stupid reason because it was, you know, before I was taken. Like at birth? Yeah, <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was born in a time period where they, they pre-reserved your name. Damn. Th- yeah, those Bloodborne times were rough, yeah, man. Yeah, it was, it was rough. Oh, and then we, then we went, got the internet, and that carried forward for some reason. It was a weird time. What is happening again? <laughs> and don't forget to vote in our CGM Brand of the Year contest. Yes. Brand of the Year Awards. <laughs> It's award. We are awarding them. It isn't just like if you go to our front page. There's a big old red banner. It is it. also a contest. Well, I think Retroid's gonna win. I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Spoiler alert! There's been a last minute edition. Retroid, a weird Chinese company that we're not sure is legal or a real company. They definitely they won. It probably won't Check be in six one. months. <laughs> oh, God, no. No, Soldier Boy's going to have his version. It's all going to be fine. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, you can also find uh, CG Magazine at CG Make Online on Twitch. On Is it? It's CG Magazine on Twitch. It's CG Make Online on Twitter, on Instagram, okay. on Facebook. Okay. CG okay. Magazine on TikTok. Yeah, social media networks can we name? Yeah, uh, that's everything. They're all on the site too. Go to the bottom of the site. All the links are there. Uh, and uh, you can follow CG Make uh, for everything. And we will also have contests that we will be giving away fun things. We just gave away uh, passes to Marvel Avengers Station, Ooh. which I get to go to, and I'm so excited. 
And there's right. a, we have a lot of other contests coming up in the near future, so stay Big tuned. ones. Also, we'll be giving away some uh, Xbox codes, so stay tuned to that. We will be doing that in the near future as well. Uh, from everyone here at CG Magazine, have a great weekend. Bye.